0: Everyone, welcome along to another championship drill where we look back at all the midweek action. Myself joined by uh, Phil and Jerry as always. Do you guys enjoy the games?
1: Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Mate.
0: Good week. Good week of football. Some big results, and I suppose we'll uh, we'll fire into them in order. In some ways, and we will have all the talking points as we come along. Like we we're saying um, there just before we came on, uh, Wickham. We'll yeah. get to that game near the end. I think it might actually yeah. be the last game we cover, but uh, a big one, a big one for them. You'll, yeah, and uh, some some You'll nice points for the manager.
1: On ear points, safety. Yeah,
2: come That's on
0: with uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what seems like it was about forty years ago, Birmingham played Norwich on Tuesday night, and um, three-one win for Norwich. In this one, Birmingham though Birmingham rather were very good. You know, they tried till the end. You know, Pookie gave uh, Pookie rather gave Norwich lead. Good set up played by McLean, and uh, McLean himself. I suppose he's been kind of having an no- up down season. We can talk about him in a minute. Etteridge then fouled Canwell with Norwich, a penalty, which Pookie met. Yeah. And then Birmingham scored level at the break. Ivan Sanchez with that goal, and uh, both teams kind of gave it a go in the second half. I think yeah, uh, yeah. Birmingham a little unlucky to fall behind. The ball kind of just broke to Pookie in the box. And he slotted home and then as Birmingham were kind of throwing everything at them to try and get the equaliser, they hit him on the break and skip who's unknown for the from best Spurs,
1: Birmingham in a while.
0: Third. This is the best I've seen ever. Yeah. 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 It was they they played well. And I mean they were you know, when you're throwing everyone forward to get the equalizer, you're always likely to get done on the break, which is what I happened to them.
1: I wonder now is the fight
0: yeah. drop because they think they're gone. Maybe, maybe. I mean they've got to keep fighting, keep fighting. Uh, in this one, um, Norwich, though, their 10th away win of the season, and the last few times they went up, they had at least 10 away wins.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. good
0: omen for them that they you now got their 10th away win. The rhythm was um, back. Birmingham. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's back. And he'd he be, he be going mad. He missed a hat trick, obviously, missed the, the penalty. penalty right?
1: Yeah. It yeah. was a shot. Yeah.
0: He's missed a few this season. Mm-hmm. He scored a few, but he's missed a few as well. Uh, there was one early on when he slipped and he hit the bar or something early on this season. Yeah. 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 For, the season. Yeah,
1: That's ours. Is twenty.
0: Yeah, I mean they're fine it. They really are. I mean they had their bad run. They've come through it. And while the other teams around them have been losing games, they've been winning again and pulling away again. And we've said it all season: they have the best team in the league. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 100 percent Uh Birmingham though, what about them? I mean, they're still really in trouble. They're just above Rotherham, but Rotherham yep. have games in hand. If they play
1: like this, they have a chance.
2: Yeah. yeah. Definitely do. Definitely do. And they're, they're coming on strong as you say, lads. You know what I mean? They're um they won last last game, obviously lost then. But like they're looking good. There's a bit of fighting the Ulrich. So maybe they are responding to all the managers' um comments and stuff, you know. Maybe
1: well, they'll say, well, players should just look at themselves as well, though
0: yeah 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 it is it is because they're some of them, down there some of
1: them um, the Premier League,
0: like. yeah no. yeah yeah it's it's time for the the old relegation fight which some of them aren't used to and you know you've just got to grind out the wins sometimes in the points the ugly yeah. way okay. so that's what they're going to have to do Um, another team that are kind of on the up a little kind of trying to pull away from the relegation zone a derby where well, Huddersfield they're slipping ever closer into the fight despite their big win Uh, over Swansea, so uh, pretty easy win this one for Derby, Huddersfield great win over Swansea 4-1, don't know where that team was in this one because they didn't show up Um, Edmondson headed Derby in front from Burns Cross on 22 minutes, nobody really did much in the first half other than that Rooney made a few tactical tweaks and Derby just absolutely dominated the second half in terms of like off the ball especially, they let Huddersfield have the ball but stopped them from creating anything. They closed off all the space when they got near the box. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't well from. them. did not um, No, no. Waghorn got the second. Um, nice goal, actually. Nice finish from him, actually, from the edge of the box in that one. And, uh, yeah, I think Brown was sent off late on for a, a second yellow. But uh, impressive for Derby because they just look so well drilled. Yeah.
1: And if you think well, about well, Derby, I think are only like 15 points or something Off Playoffs Yeah I know it's impossibly yeah. hard yeah. They're not going to make it But like It just shows that If they had this At the start of the season Who knows Where they would have been
2: Yeah Yeah <laughs> They're good they're, 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 like, They've really Turned things around Lads You know I mean we, we spoke about I mean, really in trouble But I suppose Rooney's racked up A good couple of wins Um, And yet again like You know what I mean They're playing well Like Kazim Richards has made some impact. I know we mentioned it last week. You know what I mean, but that that man has really like set up goals, you know, creating goals. Um, and their formation was that bit better, like Jason Knight's immense. Uh, you know, Max Porter is very good. Um, even Lee Gregory's, he's doing a good shift. You know what I mean. And David Marshall, like the veteran, still on goal, yeah. still doing the job, still keeping clean sheets. That's exactly what you want. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, teams will look at this from the
0: when they play against. England. And they look at what Derby did and Huddersfield don't have, you look at Norwich and they've like Benita, they've got Cantwell. You look at some of the other teams, you know, you have like IU who can play in up front for Swansea. Swansea have a couple of good players as well, Lord, I can do that. You've got like Brooks and Wilshire at Bournemouth. You know, you've got like Sarah Watford. You've got these type of attacking players that Huddersfield just don't have when it comes to trying to break down a defensive team. Exactly. And they found it really, really hard. I mean, they looked like this game could have went on for another ninety minutes, and they weren't going to score a goal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was a funny game, that isn't it? It's, it's. You know what I mean? It's. We've seen a lot of teams hot and cold this season. But, No, I think Derby have been fairly consistent these last couple of weeks. Um, not many losses, and more wins than anything. Like you know what I mean? But they really look gelled. They're solid in the back. It's the turn of the year. I think they've only they lost two games. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're doing well, they're doing well And uh, Huddersfield then, you know I mean it seemed doom and gloom a few weeks ago Then they go out and they hammer Swansea And then they lose this one And they're they're in trouble if they keep losing games So they'll hope they have more days like Swansea I guess Rather than this one yeah, Between them and the end of the season Because they could be dragged into it
2: Sad story for Huddersfield like As you say, look, they were they were decent enough in the Premier League Obviously they had a great season to get up And then obviously back down But you know what I mean They've... um. They've just not been themselves, you know what I mean, since they've been in the Championship. Obviously, Richard York came in and he's done all right, you know. But yet again, it's, it's, you know what I mean, when you have to like to Fraser Campbell and uh, Holmes up front, it's... Um, Campbell's a good striker, you know what I mean? He's been around a long time and stuff, you know. But, you know what I mean? It's just, I think, the, the squad's lacking a small bit, like, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? There's no real spark. There, obviously, Lewis O'Brien's a good player. and I'm not saying there's no good players there, but I just think they are going to be in that relegation battle because we're, we're going to see the lights of Wickham, Sheffield Wednesday and all these teams, they're going to start winning games. That's always the way. It's just chemistry when it comes to that. When that relegation battle kicks off, there's yeah, 10 games left. They'll all start winning. So I can, you know, I'm out my words. I think Huddersfield are in a big battle. Yeah, I think um, 14 games left. A long time. Yeah. A lot of change. You know? Well, you know? Yeah. I, like,
1: yeah. I think Derby could finish in the ninth. The way they're going,
2: you you never, you know, like you know, but it's you it's just it's, it's a bizarre game. I mean, even even Jaden Brown, would come on, I think Jaden Brown came on in the 80th minute and got sent off, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's something. That's an attitude problem. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's 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 not good. It's not good. We move on into another team that were really struggling. That got a win midweek, which was Bristol City getting their first win in seven, hours well after six straight defeats rather. Beating yeah. Middlesbrough, way three one. It the first happens. half.
1: Keith it's Downing. All when you get no manager?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean Pearson was in the stands. He wasn't in charge for this one. He'd just come in. Uh, Keith Downing took over. Pearson, I suppose. Though him being there, I suppose, would have lifted the players anyway. Yeah. I'm sure he would have had a chat with them before the game. Yeah. Um,
1: I know. Jerry was. It very was crazy. Passionate. I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Bristol haven't looked good going forward recently when they've lost those six games. But in this one, six shots I think all on target. Game was over at half time, um, and yeah. I think Eddie U had a shot saved by Betanelli. McNair cleared one off the line from Wells, yeah. uh, and that was all before Bristol scored. And then you know Bristol just went mad for about twenty odd minutes or whatever who scored his 50th goal for the club. Then he got a second 12 minutes later. Four minutes after that, Wells, and um, kind of outpaced the defence really. Yeah. yeah. Like a breakaway goal, he was out yeah. quite a distance, rounded the keeper nicely to make it three, and kind of game over really. Fry like, got one back with about 10 minutes left, and yeah. it was one of those I think when you go in and you're three 0 up at half time, the manager generally, depending on who the manager is, and uh, any the rare occasions that's happened to me when I was playing. They generally don't tell you let's go out and get ten. In this one, when you're tr- about three nil up, um, the message is usually just don't make any silly mistakes, keep it tight, and just don't let them back into it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's pretty much what Bristol did in the second half. Fry got one with ten minutes to go, but yeah, the game kind of just fizzled out really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pearson though, like we can we can have a bit of a chat about him there now, Jerry, because I know you were a little surprised. Right, his first game will be away to Swansea, which is a tough one for a first game. Yeah, I,
2: don't know. I just think it's mad. I think it's, um, he's definitely a Premier League manager now. Look, Bristol are a great club. If you would have said to me to start of the season when we have our first episode, I think I said he'd finish in the top six, top seven. But, um, yeah, he's obviously looked at it like obviously Bristol's a big city, um, a lot of fans, you know what I mean? There's, there's obviously money in the club, um, so yeah. he's looking at a long term goal. Like, he's got two decent strikers up front, like, you know what I mean? Wells, um, and Farmer, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's. You know he got two goals. You know Wells got one goal. Um, yep. They look decent, like you know what I mean. But it's as I said, they're, they're frustrating. Like we've been we've been reporting games all, all season. You know what I mean. Obviously the manager got sacked. You know what I mean. So that's obviously you know what I mean. That's that's obviously encouraging for uh, I suppose the fans that maybe they can get results again. Um, yeah, they should they should have done a lot better this season. But look, we've seen Mick McCarthy turn Cardiff around. Um, pearson's he's a great manager. Like very unlucky. Yeah, to be sacked, you know the way he was at Watford, and obviously Leicester. You um, no would believe that much better he at West Brom, to be honest. Yeah, it's just look, yeah. football is a crazy game, you know. Like as you say, look, he's obviously looking at Bristol, you know, big city, as I said, you know, they're a good club, Um obviously his money's there, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, it's I'm curious to see how he gets on. Obviously, he'll keep him up, you know. There's no doubt about that. But um, yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, didn't he end up there at time? It was going to be Joey Barron or someone.
1: He went to Bristol Rovers.
2: Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, the other Bristol. Yeah. He went yeah. to Bristol, though. Wore, wore yeah, go, you were close. Right close. Yeah, go you
2: ahead. Right, City. Yeah, well, great appointment. Did you know, mean? credit to the yeah. sport. You're
1: yeah. probably listening to one of them hairdressers saying he's going to Bristol. No,
2: I think I'm, I'm Power. He was actually one of the favourites to go to Bristol City. All right. You know, did you
1: ever, yeah. those, you ever hear those stories yeah. online where my hairdresser taught me
0: this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My mom was in a taxi, and the driver's cousin knows the agent of this fella, and he told him. Ah, <laughs> oh, can't read it. But they're the best story. But
1: yeah. yeah. No, so yeah, i will be interested.
0: I I didn't. There's
1: go there. a few
0: managers. Yeah, there's a few managers there now like that that are on six month deals in the championship that will be looking to show what they can do. Oh, is that what he got? Six months. I think I think he might be there until the end of the season. With Only- maybe an option then to extend it.
2: Only Big Mick can pull that off, lads. Only Big Mick.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's there. Woodgate's there. Like we said, Big Mick is there six months. So we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Um, Luton, Millwall, the next one. The least surprising result of the weekend and that. It was a draw, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, not a very, very pretty game, to be fair. No. Um, Nathan Jones gave out a bayo his first start since he brought him in from Walsall. And he really should have scored early on uh, at the back post. Terrible, terrible strike on it. Um, you know, uh, that was, I think, to make it 2 0. He got a nice, nice goal, though. He did score for Luton, so, you know, uh, but the miss was awful. So he put Luton 1 0 up, Millwall, draw specialist, gave it a go in the second half. Bennett, Smith, Malone, especially the last 15 minutes, they really went for it after keeping it kind of close the rest of the game. Um, recent signing Evans, who they brought in from Derby, found in net five minutes into stoppage time. So, another draw for Millwall. And uh, I suppose Luton paid the price for not taking those chances when they were 1 0 up. Yeah. 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 It's a uh, strange
2: one, I suppose. He's been very quiet, James Collins. I think, um, obviously, you know what I mean? He's he's the main man of Luton. Um, you know what I mean? He's been quiet. But look, they've, they've, they've gone with Tom, Tom Ince, you know what I mean? Obviously, Tom Ince is the guy that they're looking at. Obviously, Collins came on. no, um, obviously, fitness is probably a factor. Maybe he's, you know, Coming back from an injury and stuff, but Luton always set up well, lads. You know what I mean? They always do. Um, Millwall were on a bit of a run, so I suppose it's a fair result. Like, you know, I mean, they'd both take it, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I think they just want the season to end, to be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I
0: suppose. Yeah, I, I think Luton are happy that they're going to stay up I think yeah. Millwall want to kind of rebuild I mean Millwall could still technically push for the playoffs but they'd want to go on some run they'd want to go on a Brentford style run from last season yeah.
2: still have a lot um,
0: 14 games you know. um, yeah yeah. so we'll wait and see we'll wait and see what happens it's not a great game though and not a lot really happened in it so we'll move on, I suppose, quickly to Rotherham Nottingham Forest. One 0 Forest in this one. Four wins and six games now for Forest. Sixteenth in the table, ten points clear. Relegation, and they were the better side in this one, to be fair. Rotherham have been in good form, yeah. but uh, yeah. I think now a good free yeah. kick. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah, they hit the
1: yeah. bar. They, they were the they
0: were very very close. Yeah, very close, very close, and a good free kick from Knockhart as well. Good save from the keeper Johansson for that one. Yates then did give Forrest the only goal of the game midway through the second half. I suppose Rotherham had a couple of chances late on. Michael Smith header hit the bar from pretty close range. Yeah, yeah, not a great game either. Like, but a good win for Forrest. and Radham. Their players, I think the manager spoke about it afterwards that maybe he should have rested one or two more. Than he yeah. should have. They look really tired. Yeah, for a lot of the game, very leggy a lot of players. And I know it's tough when you don't have the biggest squad, but. They've been playing, you know, as as we can tell from doing these shows twice a week, they've been playing twice a week, a lot lately. So some of those players, I'd say, are just out on their feet at the minute. Yeah.
2: Said, so
0: maybe he'll rest a few more.
2: Yeah, he asked that. He asked that because look, they play sexy football. Like they really do attack the game. Um, you know what I mean? And the game's in the hand. Maybe there was a lot of pressure on them to to you know catch up, but look, they're not really doing it at the moment. Um, and as you say, it's it's a great result. For um for Forest and I think uh, Murray's made a huge difference since he came in at Forest but yet again you know Rotherham I think they will stay up I think they have what it takes to stay up um you know they're missing a few players but they have to rest players because they're playing they're playing serious football That's it's gonna catch you out at some stage you know when they're playing that high tempo all the time yeah one hundred percent
0: yeah yeah absolutely it's those games in hand as well aren't gonna help even though it's great for them to have them because they are yeah. in the relegation zone and they can climb out with them. That's two extra games that they probably don't need. Yeah, it's tough the to clear his leg. Yeah.
2: yeah, very tough.
0: So, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I suppose we'll move on to the last one of Tuesday night, the one that we were waiting to get to. Wickham's win, 1-0 over Reading. Um, Reading now only one win in five, really, and they really need to turn it around if they want to stay in the playoff positions. Yeah, A very hard-fought yeah. window for Wickham. and um, Tafuzili was sent off. For a in the box. The penalty again, Very bad. Very um, bad. I loved their goal, even though it was ridiculous, because I love a goalmouth scramble. Yeah. And he Dima eventually tucking at home. You know, a good, proper, old-fashioned goalmouth scramble with shots blocked, missed kicks, everything. It eventually gets to him and he tucks it home. Um, I suppose then came the red card. Tafuzoli brought down Rinomota. Reading top scorer Joe took up, and he smashed his penalty <laughs> off the bar. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. You know. the and, luck to you though, know, Steve.
2: You said it all season that they deserved a bit of luck. There you go. They did. And go. They,
0: so, yeah. They certainly got it here, although they played well as well. Reading had other chances to equalise, I suppose, Rinomota. Egeria forced, forced good sales from Stockdale. Lawrence just clipped the outside the post. Then Wickham did have a chance to wrap it up themselves, but it was dragged down by McIntyre. But uh, it wasn't the best penalty in the world by him either, and it was saved by Raphael. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah, the manager manager said after the game, don't count us
0: out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said, I can tell you here what he says. He says, um, what he said, he said, the great escape was always on from the first game of the season. I'm not saying we are going to do it, but we have a much better chance now. Don't count us out. You've got to love that positivity.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's it not is. giving it up it. anyway. Love it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, as for Reading, this is a game they can't be losing if they want to stay in those playoff places. Yeah, 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 exactly. Especially yeah. when they're playing against ten men for twenty minutes, they they can't be losing these games because yeah. they're under real pressure now. Um, yeah. from Bournemouth, from Cardiff, from Barnsley. Right, so we move on to Wednesday games, then we start with uh, Barnsley, who are absolutely flying a 2 0 win over Stoke here. Yeah. Beaten six. Uh, we warned people a few weeks ago that they really could make a push for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, They're sitting 8th now with the most point off the playoff places with a game in hand over the teams above them. Yeah. For Stoke, though, kind of worrying eight away games without a win. And they never look like getting anything out of this one, really. Uh, yeah, first good. goal. I, uh, I really like Stoke. Stud- yeah,
1: it's um, my favorite.
0: Of and it. Yeah, it was it was a nice strike. Um, they thought they were two up after that. Uh, Freezer's goal was ruled out for offside. Uh, Stoke did two good chances, but they both their two centre backs, and um, batch who headed over, and then um, Suter who I don't, still don't know what he was doing. How he put that over the bar is beyond me. Yeah. Um, Barnsley had uh, efforts from Palmer as well that couldn't save. And uh, Dyke uh, missed a great chance from the six yard box uh, to give Stoke a bit of hope 1 nil, But then he made amends and scored his first since leaving on loan from Orlando City wow. to give them a, a 2 0 win. Uh, Stoke worrying away form him though. Eight defeats now in the bounce away from home.
2: Uh, I think you can write Stoke off from reaching the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah it's uh, the away form's killing him.
2: So, I think they're at uh, their 10th position, 45 points. They're four points off, sixth place Cardiff. Oh, you just can never predict it like 14 games to go. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's, it's just way for me.
2: Yeah, and tricky one.
1: You know, it's, I, I honestly think so Barnsley you now are ahead of them for playoffs. Yeah,
0: Barnsley are in such
1: so good shape. Barnsley have been so good the last
2: six months.
0: Yeah, since the change manager, another team that really done win, not quite as explosive as Mc McCarty and Cardiff, but steadily, steadily getting there, steadily getting their wins. And the other thing is they've had games in hand, but they're winning those games in hand. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and what I was but like, what I liked about so,
1: yeah. I liked about them recently to get Chelsea again. They did.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. Like I said, I don't know if I count Stoke out yet, but their away form has to improve. You like if you think about it, like you said, they're not far off the playoffs, but to be having lost eight in a row away from home, that's you know, they'll be wondering where should we be. There's gonna be a lot of teams, I think, wondering that come the end of the season. How did we not make the playoffs? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, true.
0: Um especially a few what weeks later where Bournemouth kept. What's that? that, Jerry? I
2: wouldn't write along. I'm telling
0: no. you, I have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna to top six. It's tough, it's tough because like I got Reading who are not in good form. Stokes form has been a bit iffy. Bournemouth are starting doing again, you've carried it and Brandsley flying it. It's gonna be a very, very interesting. it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great to watch. Especially when these teams start playing each other in the last few weeks of the season as well. It's gonna be it's gonna be really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, I suppose we move along to a team that finally ended their mini bad spell, I suppose, if you want to call it that Brentford, who lost three in a row 3-0 uh, win over Sheffield Wednesday um, Wednesday looked a bit better in this one, really um, Very good in possession I thought They were Wednesday. pretty good up until they scored Yeah, I mean, Wednesday didn't give the ball away very often, this one, which they have done in recent weeks, I thought they were pretty good like you said, until they scored yeah. but they won't be with how they defended yeah. You know, Brentford, um, three surprise defeats, I suppose you'd call it, so good for them to get back. Um, and um, Godes and Sorensen with the goals for them. Brentford, you know, better going forward, but not the same as they have been. But you look at who was missing. They were missing Henry, obviously, who went off, like we talked about in the last game. Norgard was missing, Jensen was missing, and Tony came on as a second-half sub, just back from injury. So they're missing big, big players for them at the moment. Um, Wednesday had a couple of chances, Bannon and Palmer, but none of them really troubled Ray. I think he, he made one good save in one of those. Yeah. Um, I, I was just and Wednesday, they still have a chance? Of... I was
1: delighted to see Tony back. Is that him? I was delighted to see Tony back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know because they were very vague about how long he'd be out for. But, you know, you have him 24 goals this season. You know, it's great for the league to have someone like that in it. Yeah. But if you look at the other guys they're missing, Norgaard, Janssen, Henry, they're all big players for Brentford to be out as well.
1: Yeah, massive, massive. So they be delighted
0: that they got the win, even if it wasn't their best performance of the season. Uh, steadying win, I suppose you'd call it. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. they don't still have a chance to stay up, but they have to, you know, they, they have to play more like this against other teams. They cannot keep giving away results like yeah. they did um, recently to Birmingham when the, you know, stupid sending off.
2: If you look at the Brentford bench, lads, they have some players coming up. Like, I was looking at um, some reports there from, you know, they're on the edge players and stuff. Like, they mm-hmm. they, they produce some serious on the edge players, but, like, their bench is actually frightening. There's one or two guys on that bench yeah. that, are, that are the next big teams. Like, you know what I mean? They're definitely going to follow in the footsteps of Ivan Pony and these guys, like, you know what I mean? There's a guy called Luke Daniels. He's supposed to be immense. He was on the bench. He's quite young. Um, and a guy called Aaron Presley as well. Like, these guys... They're really highly rated, you know. So, it, it's it's frightening to think that there's players on the bench for Brentford, right, that we don't even know about yeah. that are going to be absolute worldies in another year or two. Um, yeah. And yet again, you know what I mean, their form is kind of back, so it's great to see it. You know, I want to see Brentford in the Premier League. They're a team I'd love to see get promoted yeah. because they're so good. But, you know, they, they needed a win. And as you say, Sheffield Wednesday now are in big trouble. I think they're, um, they're, it's going to be a close call. 13 games to go, anything can happen. Yeah. But look, Redford, is good to see him back.
1: Ideally, you'd think Norwich and them would go up.
2: Ideally, yes. But I think Norwich are going to have a little slump soon. I don't know why. They've been very good all season. I yeah. think um, when the pressure takes its toll towards the last four or five games, yeah, it just depends who's on, who's tight-lipped, who's in third and who's in fourth. Because, you know what I mean, it's normally... There's never really a walk away in the, in the championship with the first two, you know what I mean? So... It's. I think Mickey McCarthy's. If he can keep that rhythm going, then you know there's going to be something big happening there. But look, as I said, they have to keep winning. I just think that Norwich are going to hit a slump, a small slump, a slump that won't cost them a top six, you know, but a slump yeah. that they might follow to that top two for a small period. Yeah. No. No. Totally. You're right.
1: Like you can have, nice, have a nice have a nice lead though. Can't go whole season like that. Like no. No. They think, have um,
0: they had a blip recently, but they have a yeah. They have a big game coming up soon enough when they're playing Brentford in a couple of games' time. That'll be a huge one because Swansea, with their games in hand, you know, can push into the top two yeah. um, if they can keep winning. But you know, they're scraped by the game we'll come on to here now. We may as well while we talk Swansea, um, scraping by Coventry really the other night wasn't a great game in terms of the chances created and um, Callum had a good effort for Coventry that went just wide I mean Coventry really unlucky because they played well and I don't think either side can come out of this and say we had loads of chances to win this one oh, Tyler like, Walker laid on was well
1: oh, 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 diving
0: yeah 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 trying to win. Um, but they did well I think Lowe had another chance for Swansea when it was 1-0 that he should have done better with uh, the goal though uh, they'll really be disappointed with the goal they gave away yeah uh, Good cross, though, from Horahan and Cabango got up. Uh, Coventry claimed there was a foul on the goalkeeper for it. Uh, there was a lot of bodies in around the goalkeeper. League, um, it's it. one of, yeah, I think it's one of those you're more hopeful than anything.
2: Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, Swansea, though, very, very good at home um, in terms of defensively, which kind of shocked me when I looked. We know how good they are defensively, but the stats are ridiculous. 13 home league games. Now where they've only let in three goals and they've kept ten clean sheets in those 13 home league games. So, you know, I mean, it's like if them to the top two with their game in hand, it's all well and good if Swansea go up. But if Swansea are in the playoffs with their home form, they're not a side you're going to want to play in that semi-final. Uh, Coventry though, deep in relegation trouble, but they look like the kind of team that just could get enough wins here and there. Definitely. They seem to win one and three. Yeah, and that seems to be enough to just push them up a little bit, and then yeah. they get dragged in again. Yeah. And that's all they need to do is just stay above that relegation zone yeah. as long as they can.
2: Fold. They'll never fold. You know what I mean? They're a team that will give it all. Like even last game of the season, you know what I mean? Yeah. They it could be, it yeah. could be already relegated, and they'll, they'll fight for a, they'll fight for a, a win. You know what I mean? So it's, as you say, it's it's. Yeah. Um, you need absolute bottle when it comes to the championship, yeah. you know, if you're in a playoff battle or like a relegation battle, it's yeah. it's a Q school of dirt, you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. I think Premier League teams, you know, they always kind of they you know they have the old windy pants when they're playing Championship teams in the FA Cup or the League Cup or the Cairn Cup or wherever it is, you know. But it's 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 you know what I mean? It's we're going to see a lot these next few weeks. There's still a bit of Breathing space there with 13 to 13 fourteen games left, but I'm yeah. telling you. Watch the last six games. You're going to see serious pressure.
0: Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Big win too, I suppose, for Swansea after, you know, them getting destroyed by Huddersfield. Um, It was important that they got back on track quickly. And, um, you know, a nil-nil draw home to Coventry wouldn't have been the way to do it, I suppose. Uh, So they they got away with it. They escaped with the win and and they'll be happy enough with that. And uh, we'll see now. Like we said, Nigel Pearson's first game in charge of Bristol City is against Swansea at the weekend. So they'll, uh, they'll have to, you know, with the new manager, like we said, the new manager bounce. We'll see what happens there. Move on then to the, the high-scoring game of the weekend, I suppose. Blackburn 2, Watford 3. Um, Watford, suddenly, they can win away from home out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Uh, they move above Swansea, even though Swansea have two games in hand over them. Uh, Blackburn, though, five defeats. On the bounce for the first time since 2012, and yeah. they slipped down to 15th it level is, on points is. with Nottingham Forest, so even though they were
1: about the last time they were really, really falling.
0: They are, yeah. and they're in falling. this one, even though it was 3-2, um, it never looked like Blackburn were going to come back. Well, there was one chance. Well, they the had Bar- a chance near the end where they could have equalised, yeah. but throughout yeah. the game, it just never—you never got the sense. At all, it's, you know, it's the way it's going to be. You know, Watford, though, crazy 10 minutes near the end of half time. Pedro mm-hmm. lifted the ball over Kaminsky to give Watford the lead. Sire then fired home from close range. Blackburn will not be happy with how they defended either of those goals, to be fair. Um, good finish then from Elliot. to be fair, right before halftime, to give Rovers something. So they mm-hmm. went in 2-1 down, um, you know, to Watford kind of... Going in 2-1, going in 2-0 down would have been tough, but going in 2-1 gave him a bit of a chance. Nice finish. It was a tight enough angle for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kaminsky then saved Blackburn early in second half to the nice air with his feet. Good save that one. And uh, Armstrong had a few I suppose they were half chances. They weren't ones you'd say he should take. But he is so good, you'd expect maybe he'd do better with one of them. And then Seema put Watford 3-1 up. Uh, with eight minutes left, Bretherton gave Robbers a bit of hope, making it three-two. And I think Braithwaite had a chance late on when he got the end of the free kick, but his effort was pretty awful. Yeah, uh, very very weak effort that I'd have probably saved, and that's saying something. Yeah. It would have
2: uh, been, Steve. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Watford on their best run since 2018, and at Blackburn in their worst run for nine years. Uh, Watford probably deserved it On overall play But you know One goal is Like I said Always dangerous yeah. I don't know what that background
2: lads Like they were so good all season You know High scoring games Harvey Elliott You know what I mean Always Always yeah. you know, In the mix yeah. of the football. It's yeah. bizarre You know what I mean I never would have predicted They would have fallen down To either yeah. 14th or 15th I yeah. never would have predicted it You know
0: Yeah, Because yeah. like you said they, it's, um, They've got Elliott going forward They've Armstrong Who's one of the top scorers In the league um. But I suppose if you look at those first two Watford goals, it's probably a reason why their form hasn't been great lately. Yeah. Their defending was awful.
1: Yeah, the first I, not as bad as the first Redford goal was.
0: No, it was pretty poor, especially the Sire one, because he was no distance out when he yeah. fired that one. It, they'll be very disappointed. And... Um, Looking at the Twitter afterwards, I didn't actually see Blackburn said some exciting news coming soon on their official Twitter, and all the comments underneath it was Tony Mowbray's been sacked. (laughs) Like
1: the the fact these days dictates so much, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and
0: And to be like it's crazy to think they're going to sack Tony Mowbray, and I—they—they're I, not. But it's mad how quickly the fans can turn on the manager when things suddenly start to go downhill. It's a disgrace. It's—it's.
2: Like it's, it's, it's yeah. I'm fairly vocal about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like when, like, you have great managers at big clubs and they're doing a great job, and they might lose three great, right? like they might win fifteen games and go and then lose three games, right? And then want to sack the manager, like, yeah, yeah,
0: you know what I mean, we see, we see it happen all the time where they, you know, kind of be careful what you wish for. You had it with, um, I think, Aston Villa, for me, is one of the biggest examples of this. Yeah. When Martin O'Neill was there, and they were finishing 6th, 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 6th every year in the Premier League. And the fans were like, oh, well, we should be pushing for more, pushing for top four. They get rid of O'Neill, they get relegated, and they disappear for about 10 years.
2: Yeah. Who did they bring in again, lads? I don't know what changed. Who did they bring in for O'Neill again?
0: Um, was it Tim Sherwood coming that time? No, that was later.
2: There you I can't go. remember who they brought
0: in. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I can't remember who they brought in, but it was, it was crazy. But that's what can happen. And Blackburn are the same. You know, the fans saying, get rid of Mowbray, get rid of Mowbray. But another manager comes in. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll do better. Oh, but.
1: No Jared Hoodie.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's who they brought in and said of O'Neill.
1: Then they had Alex Petit and
0: Paul Lambert. Yeah, and things didn't go well, like. And then Tim Sherwood then after that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's uh, it's so yeah, it's kind of crazy to see Blackburn fans wanting the manager gone, but at the same time they're on their worst run in nine years. Yeah, and uh, the other thing I suppose too with the fans, they're not in the stadium um as much. Like you have the fans that will go every week and they'll be disappointed with performances. And that what you do have is you've probably a lot more fans that are paying their ten pound a game or whatever to watch them play. Oh, and away. Yeah. And they're probably thinking, like, well, that was a waste of a tenner. Yeah. So it's, it's everything with Twitter now is just so instant and uh, it's, it's good in some ways. And
1: I've kind of been using Twitter recently because I'm pushing a lot of stuff, but like I didn't realize how instant it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it goes oh, so quick and, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And uh, I don't know. Blackburn, I think Blackburn just need a steadying result somewhere, a good draw away from home. A good win somewhere and uh, they'll be back on track. Like I said, they've left themselves way too much to do to make the playoffs now but they need to turn the farm around just to end the season on a high really to go into next year.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I suppose the big game of midweek uh, which was between 6th uh, and 7th coming into it was Bournemouth against Cardiff. A 2-1 win for Cardiff in this one. Uh, which moved them above Bournemouth into the playoff places. Woodgate was doing great as caretaker. They give him the job and suddenly they lose their way. That's
1: like if they're not it's careful, they will finish technically the league.
0: It's, it's always the way it goes, doesn't it? He's flying the start. They say, look, you're our man for six months now. We're giving you the job. Show us what you can do. And then they go and lose.
1: You know, Henry was linked with the job. He's actually moved to London. It came, yeah, out, it yeah. came out today that he's actually moving to London.
0: I think I think what happened there was they were, were struggling to get permission to talk to him and um, it's probably a job he does want, but maybe he's saying, look, I don't want it now, give it to me in the summer and yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, so maybe he's lined up for the summer, but uh, Cardiff, unbelievable. Um, no surprise, I suppose, for the Cardiff Gold. Uh, Wilson another one of those creative players when we talked about Huddersfield not really having someone to have yeah. someone like Wilson for Cardiff is great okay. uh, Morrison Rosewell an unbelievable header I'd say the keeper would have been taken through the net if he tried to stop it uh, Cardiff then extended the lead through a keeper more penalty uh, it's his run as well under the new boss he's been scoring some goals Shane Long then his second in two games for Bournemouth Glimmer of Hope uh, Cardiff hung on and you know there was a few few chances. Sam Sturridge and Stanislas both had good chances for Cardiff. Stanislas was actually really good in this game. Yeah, he was. Uh, Philip made a good save. Um, Moore had an unbelievable point-blank save from Begovic. I still don't know how Begovic got to it. Kind of hit at him a bit, but unbelievable. Uh, well, great I, for Cardiff. Just, Two uh, managers.
1: just on board McCare, right, right, if they all go up. Yeah. The fans like absolutely despise would get you reckon?
0: I don't know if they'll blame him, because they were in free fall when he came in. Yeah. I mean, Bournemouth, if you think about it, start of the season, they're one of the favourites. Them and Norwich you'd say probably had the best squads, because you would have assumed Watford would have lost a few more players than they did. Yeah. But in terms of depth of squad, they had two big, good squads. Uh, so they'd have been looking to go up automatically, and now they're fighting to just make the playoffs. But if you look at the flip side of that, what Cardiff had done, when Mick McCarthy took over, Cardiff were fifteenth in the league, 13 points off the playoffs, and in eight games he's taken twenty points from twenty-four available, drew his first two, and he's won six in a row now with them, and they're up into sixth. That's some turnaround in the team season.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. Especially because we were often talked about how how Cardiff would even score goals. There was meetings there where we were like, where are they coming from?
0: Yeah. And they'll be, I suppose Bournemouth are going to be very disappointed with the first call because you know Cardiff are going to put crosses in the box. You know you have to stop that happening. Yeah. And you know you have to defend better from those. yeah. But it, but it, but. yeah. That's it. You know, um, so like we said, two managers, six months left. Will they both be at these clubs next season? Come to start of the season. Will I they don't, be I don't, I the don't see it's gone? Can you see McCarty staying at Cardiff?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or
0: else or else there's a bigger club comes in from in the Premier League. Yeah. 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 I mean we've always I suppose anyone who's been listening to this regularly, and thankfully there's one or two people that do, um, will know that even from the start of the season, we were always saying when a job comes up, you have to look at Mick McCarthy when it's this division. You know, when and you I, look
1: if you look at Mick's body language and everything about him, he's yeah. going in, he's going in there having fun, he doesn't
0: seem to have any stress. He loves football. You know, and he knows the division better than, I'd say, any manager out there. Like, in terms of he's, like, it's the division he spent most of his career in, in terms of management.
2: How many promotions have he got? I think he's got three. Three, yeah, three was in my head as well, yeah. must be And once for
0: the playoffs. Yeah. And, like, he had Millwall up in the top two where they were very high in the table when he left them to take over Ireland. Yeah. And then Millwall almost got relegated when he left that season. Yeah you know, so he's, you know, and look at Ipswich, like Ipswich got rid of him, where are they now? Yeah, yeah. You no, know, so That's
1: it's,
0: yeah, so, I mean, we talk about managers who are great in the division, we always big up, big Mick, because we know how good he is, and I'm surprised that their teams didn't try to go for him, Yeah, but um yeah. Cardiff I suppose are reaping the rewards of that now, but yeah, they'll, they'll probably definitely want to try and tie him yeah. down. Yeah. Um, Sooner rather than later, because like you said, Jerry, if he gets them in playoffs, you know somebody's going to want to come and take him. Yeah,
1: that's it.
0: You know, when the teams that go down or something like a West Brom, like if they get relegated or or whatever, or you know,
2: it's a a win-win for Big Mick. You know what I mean? But I I just have a feeling the way Cardiff are playing, and how shocked it was that they weren't getting the results before came I have a feeling he's just going to get him into the Premier League I don't know why But I just think it's the whole um, Cardiff being, being Cardiff You know what I mean They've had so much bad luck over the years um, That they deserve a bit of a bit, a bit of luck You know what I mean And I think Mick will do it They're playing well even if they lose next week Or you know what I mean It's it's doesn't matter I still think
0: Yeah Like I don't have the, I don't have stats in front of me But I'd say you're going back You know Seven, eight years For the last time Cardiff won six games in a yeah. row Yeah In any division You know um, it's got to be a long time, so Cardiff fans definitely enjoying it, and like you said Phil, Big, big Mick seems to be enjoying it too, okay. going in there happy and one of the best things about the uh, the whole thing is uh, you, Big Mick you can hear when they're crowded there, so he's really yeah. loud, without any fans yeah. in the stadium
1: Even his interviews There
0: so we, we move on to the last game What's that oh, Phil?
1: Even his interviews after the matches he's just very chilled and kind of very aware I suppose, yeah.
0: Yeah, I suppose he knows he's there in a six-month deal. Things have gone well for him. He knows there's going to be jobs waiting for him wherever. Um, And I suppose it was a nice match from him after leaving Cyprus after not doing too well out there. Even though they got rid of him without giving him much of a chance, Um, it was nice for him too to land on his feet, you know, at Cardiff. So, you know, delighted for Big Mick because uh, you know we're uh, we're big fans of him here in the show. So Preston QPR then a game that we all watched sadly. Um, it wasn't a bad game, really, to watch in terms of both teams attacking, but the quality up front for both teams was shocking.
1: Yeah, it's
0: pretty pretty poor. Dykes was very wasteful for QPR throughout. Um, you had, uh, was it not that storage Sinclair rather for um, for Preston looked like he had Toblerone boots on today, like his shots yeah. were all <laughs> over the place, like slicing his chances. Gordon played very well for Preston. He had a, probably the best. Effort in the game that the Yanks have Vandenberg, his first start, I think he looked very solid as well. So that was kind of positives. Uh, I suppose we're listening to it. Sky were full of praise for Chad Evans, and I, for one, have no idea why. He held the ball up well enough, but his passing was shocking. His finish, finishing was the was worst no
1: chance that he had, it was absolutely tortious.
0: Yeah, I really don't know why they were so full of praise for him because they must have been watching a different match. Yeah. Because other than holding the ball up, he did nothing. Yeah. His shooting was awful, his passing was awful. Yeah. Um but like I said, Gordon was good. And I I was very impressed with it. I know Vandenberg, who's there on loan from Liverpool, hasn't had a chance to break into the Liverpool team, which is hard to do to be fair. and uh, when you think of the fullbacks Liverpool have. Yeah. It's it's always going to be tough. But he looked pretty solid. Yeah, he looked great very... Yeah. I don't know. Preston though, they just can't seem to recruit the right forwards. No matter who they have, they can't seem to score a goal. Yeah, I,
2: I think um, Steve. I think Gordon's going to make a huge difference. I know he's he's after playing around twenty games for Everton, like yeah, yeah, yeah. going You know what I mean? He's he's attacking midfielder. Like this guy is the future. Like you know what I mean? He's um, so 20, 20 games at the age of nineteen for Everton. You know, alone. This this is a huge thing. Like he's playing right behind Evans and and um, I suppose whoever else is up there, Scott and Claire, whoever. But it's it's um, he he. You know what I mean? He does look the part. Like you know what I mean? And as you say, like, you know, Van started. Obviously, he looked like, um, he reminded me of Van Dijk as small, but like he's kind of getting forward and then he was taking a lot of free kicks for uh, for Preston, you know what I mean? So encouraging, do you know what I mean? Encouraging, I must say.
1: I'm just Yeah, know. it was. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. But like I said, Preston, we've talked about it all the time. They, they just, I don't know where they decide they're going to get these forwards from, but, you know, Maguire hasn't worked for him because they're not using him to his strengths and yeah. um, they brought in Reese, who they were all up for early on and he hasn't scored goals from then they bring in Chet Evans who I think scored once since he's been there and he's probably played about a dozen games now at this stage as well yeah and yeah. um, if they want to push for promotion uh, next season especially
2: they have
0: to get a forward who's going to score them 15 20 goals a season
2: yeah definitely 100% will they get one like you know who who do they target yeah. you know what i mean it's
0: it's tough but i mean they have to say look that has to be our priority yeah. Because they seem to love midfielders. Yeah. The club must have about 40 midfielders. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's bizarre, but look, as you say, and, and the frightening thing I always refer back to the League of Ireland the amount of players joining the League of Ireland at this moment in time is <laughs> immense. It's like it's a billion dollar league at this moment in time. We're seeing players coming back from England that are playing with big clubs, going back to Ireland and, and so like yeah. you know, what I mean? it's it's uh, if Preston can get a decent striker with the midfielders they have, then yeah. they're on to an absolute winner. But it's um, it's just going to be interesting to see. Yeah. You mean, know what I
0: mean? Again, it's one of those. For me, they have to look down the division, see who's scoring the goals in the League One, and try and bring them along. Like uh, like you had Brentford do with Tony, or maybe you look for you know the likes of someone who's coming near the end of their career in the Premier League that you can kind of entice to come down. Yeah. You know, but they have to. Like, if they're serious about pushing for promotion, um, which I think has to be their aim now. I mean, they're steady enough in the Championship the last few years. You they have to be looking for What's that?
1: Do you reckon they could lose, Alan Brown?
0: I, I, I'd I, say he'll stay for another season anyway. But I think the likes of him, they're going to want to see the club going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, if they're not winning games where they're, they were, they deserve to win that one probably the other night. They were probably the better team. Yeah. But they just didn't take their chances and they missed. Like, I can't remember saying, oh, what a save from either of the goalkeepers, to be honest, in that one. Yeah. You know, it's oh, yeah, uh, it like, yeah. Yeah. Go it's on. going to be interesting. It'll be fun when the summer comes along and we're doing our, our summer podcast and we're looking at who's being linked to who. and. Doing an old transfer special or something to see who Preston are going to be linked with, because they, they so it's not that they haven't signed forwards, they just it haven't signed anyone. How the midfielders have they signed in the last transfer? It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's, it's the amount of midfielders that club has is just ridiculous. Yeah, let's be fair, well, yeah. it's glaringly obvious I think to all their fans and to you know, like even the casual observers looking on. They need someone who can put the ball in the net. That's what they're missing. Yeah, you know they have the creative players. They have the likes of Sinclair. They have the likes of Brown who can put in the balls, who can put in the crosses. But they need someone at the end of them. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's it for the game. I suppose your best player of the week, I think if there was one, I think
1: one, one. <laughs> Bondia, yeah. Cookie for me. I get
0: to with his two goals, even though he should have had the hat trick. Um, your favourite goal? Uh,
1: Barnsley's goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Styles wasn't it for me as well took it so well yeah. um the best team performance of the week um
1: probably Bristol city
0: yeah true yeah Them yeah. and
2: wickham wickham yeah.
0: even though wickham got a yeah wickham with 10 men great performance for them all right. and cardiff to keep it going away to bournemouth A uh, few big ones in there a uh, shock of the week probably bristol city again i think bristol city definitely for that one because it's they just were giving nothing. Yeah. Uh, we'll move ahead so quickly, I suppose. Talk about the games that are coming up and um, games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. Tonight, the big, big derby match Derby County against Nottingham Forest. A draw, uh, big, big game. Um, These tent ending draws more often.
2: Derby 1 0. I think Derby will get the win,
0: definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge one for both teams because it is a massive derby game. Huge for the fans of the clubs. Yeah, I have a funny feeling Forest are gonna are gonna do them here. I don't know why, um, but I just think that I hope though watching it tonight. That it's a proper uh, proper derby game. We haven't had enough of them this season with yeah. the paddles yeah. and you know the real players kind of shouting and roaring. Um, so yeah, good one. So we've all gone for different results in it though. So it will be interesting to see Saturday. Bournemouth against Watford in the afternoon kick off yeah, another Watford, big. Watford, who can suddenly win away. Yeah. Yeah. Draw, 2 2. I think a draw, a high scoring draw as well in this one. Um, I think, you know, both sides probably wouldn't be too unhappy with that. Uh, Barnsley flying it up against Millwall, who can't do anything except draw matches. So, uh, we'll see, you know uh, what?
1: I'm going to go with my surprise, Millwall.
0: Millwall, this is your surprise of the week.
2: Barnsley, I'm going to say 1 0.
0: Yeah, I I think whenever I see Millwall, I just think this is going to be a draw. So I, I'm not going to go ahead from that. <laughs> They've had so many of them. Maybe one all. Uh, Birmingham home to QPR, big game for Birmingham, really. Birmingham. Yeah.
2: Birmingham lads, because you yeah. always see the teams that are struggling always get a couple of wins towards the end of the season.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think QPR will do. Them. I, Birmingham can't play at home for some reason, but like you said, they could do. That's got to end some stage. They can't keep losing at home. Blackburn against Coventry. Uh,
1: Coventry. Yeah, Coventry. That could be a cracker of a match. Coventry, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah? Coventry away from home. I, I have a feeling this could be a draw as well, another entertaining draw with goals in it. I think this, this could be a tie of the weekend, which probably means the banker nil all, but there you go. Um, Brentford home to Stoke. Brentford. Stoke. Well, yeah, Brentford back against Stoke have lost their last yeah. eight away games. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Brentford.
0: Yeah, Brentford. I think, uh, yeah. think Tony's going to be starting this one. I think they'll be missing one or two others, but just having him back, he's he's just always likely to get you goals. Luton Town home to Sheffield Wednesday. Luton two 0 So yeah, yeah. Luton. Yeah, I think Luton will win this one at home. Wednesday, they're in a bit of trouble. Middlesbrough home to Cardiff four two. I was going
1: to say the same actually. Yeah. I think this Cardiff-
0: I think this. Will- I think this might be where the winning run for Mick comes to an end. I think this could be a draw. Um, You know, Middlesbrough, I just think, again, great manager that they have. He'll come up with some plan to be able to deal with big mix threats. So I think a draw on that one. Uh, Preston home to Huddersfield.
2: Huddersfield. Preston are home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Huddersfield score. Yeah. I think this could be another disappointing draw for Preston where they dominate the game and don't go through. Jesus, I must be doing the pools or something, nothing but draws for me anyway. Uh, Rotherham, home to Reading? Rotherham.
2: Rotherham, yeah.
0: No, I think Rotherham too, and I think Reading are really in trouble. Like, they'd have been looking at Wickham and Rotherham as two wins. They've lost the first of those. So yeah. They lose second, they're in trouble. Uh, one we spoke about briefly, I suppose, Swansea, home to Bristol City.
1: I think Bristol City.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think this has the potential for a, a good game as well. You mentor. I think Swansea maybe tag it. Maybe 2 1 or 3 2, something like that. And then on Sunday we have a game, uh, the mighty Wickham up against the league leaders, leaders, bottom V top. Wickham. A draw. Draw. <laughs> 3-0. A draw. 3-0 Wickham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go mad. 8-0. No, I think I think Norwich. I think Norwich are going to beat them in this one. I don't think they're going to win by a lot, though. I think it might be another one of those unlucky days for Wickham, sadly. But uh, but that's it. I suppose looking forward to some of those games. The one tonight, Friday night, should be wonderful. I suppose Derby against Forest, and uh, we'll be back with you again on uh, Sunday. We'll be recording. So if you have any questions or that get them into us as well, and uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks guys.